Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 62. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is Aiding Aiden. Taking advantage of Lily's shady past, Imogen, Lily, and Leaf try to rescue Aiden from pirates on the Zerg-infested world of Jarbin Minor. A note before we get started. This arc features pirates. There is more than our usual amount of drinking by fictional characters and swearing, though nothing that would exceed a PG-13 movie rating or an ESRB teen rating. Just thought I'd warn you. Also, the first eight minutes are a recap of an hour and a half of lost footage. If you're interested in more details, you can, of course, also read the serialized narrative write-up of those three scenes on our website, DiceyStories.com. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. My apologies. I had the program open. I just didn't hit record. We started with Leaf opening the door to Lily's room and seeing Snowball in live form. And asking, what is this? Mm-hmm. Lily, I believe, jumped in there and just told him to get out. I was like, that's my room. Get out of my room. <laughs> he complied, but continued to ask about the layout, which you told him that you got a Marsara. I think he asked if I was a scientist or something, and I was like, sure. Yeah. And then, does, does Imogen work for you? And she, I was like, she kind of does all the sciencey stuff or whatever. He was asking a, lo- a lot of like rapid-fire questions, like, oh, are you some kind of scientist? Yeah, sure. You fought Zerg? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, were you Dominion soldier? Yep. Yep. All that. There's a comparison of identity devices. Oh, yes. Because you were looking at his arm to see, like, is the chip there? And he was like, wait, people have to read these cards? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit ridiculous. He said he only steal, he won't steal the last of something. That's his philosophy. Yes. He only steals what won't be missed. And I showed him the pushy interface on the thing, let him fly a little bit. Yep, he tried flying, wasn't great at it, but he he has some natural agility, it's your estimation. Told him about the MP, the radiation irradiator. Yep, he was super interested. That's right. That's why he thought you were some kind of soldier. And Imogen stabbing the Zerg in the face. Imogen stabbing the Zerg in the face. Lily loves to tell that story. (laughs) That we crashed a couple times. Yes, so that does crashing happen often, those kind of things. He talked about how no one pilots ships on your mojo, they're all automated, so you don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but piloting was a lot of fun. Okay, I think that's that. So Imogen was psionically trying to get a feel on Aiden to see, like, is he alive even? She determined that he was, and she sensed confusion and curiosity, and also, like, that he was under the influence of something or was unwell in some way. Yeah, like, sick or drugged or something like that is definitely the the vibe that you got. You were only able to reach the incredible distances because of the close close bond that you two share as, as close siblings. That's approximately when you guys arrived, and I think you ran some scans. You decided on the general life sign scan. There was the... A variety of scales of life signs at the like structure. There was the large floaty bioskines that you later learned were whales. Jarbon gliders. And there was a small set of Terran-sized bioscines as well. Which you might now understand those to be the people that Lily is embedded with at the moment. 
Landed the ship, only crashing a little bit. Only crashing a little bit, uh, strain adding up. But Imogen did some field repairs to patch things up a little bit. Uh, but you determined that you're going to need to give Saffron a spa day at some point. Yeah. Snowball, you gave a hard candy. Mm-hmm. Determined that that was uh, an acceptable thing and agreed to continue standing guard. You hiked a little less than a kilometer over a hillside. You saw the huge number of Zerg. We had a conversation about the pistol because Imogen was like, did you bring weapon? Yes. Then that's where Leaf uh, pulled out his sweet pistol, Goss pistol. He talked about how it's way better. It's much lighter and easier to carry than the bulky Dominion Goss rifles. And he claims it packs the same punch. Probably doesn't, but... Probably not, but Umojin technology. I wouldn't throw a Goss pistol away. No. Uh, So you got that. You saw the... Zerg structure, there was some debate about what to do. You saw the, the Jarvan Glider. Imogen and Leaf reminisced about being in high school, like a biology class or whatever. <laughs> about what is this creature? What does it do? And like, oh, yay, it's a mostly docile, big floating whale. But if you were to aggress towards it, it might be nasty. Imogen knew that this planet is prone to mists and things like that, so she warned Lily about that before they were landing. Yes. That's the point where we noticed that the building was infested. Freaked Lily out. Yes. Freaked Lily out. Freak, really freaked Leaf out. Lily just got quiet, mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is definitely infestation, not just Zerg being Zerg. So that spooked everyone a little bit, but you decided to try to sneak around, see if you could find some other way in or something. Lily failed. She was too spooked. Yeah. Leaf made it, but he got stuck in a bush. He, Leaf was kind of stuck in a bush. And so Lily was spotted, but also spotted perhaps some of her old crewmates, perhaps new crewmates. <laughs> uh, well, you're not sure. You presume these are Jackson's Revenge, folks. You have not confirmed or denied that at this point. That's true. I have no idea. I don't even remember this lady's name that knows me. You don't really. It's not. It hasn't come to you yet. But like the image of her is vaguely familiar. I'm hoping somebody will use the name. Yes. Initially, they distrusted you. There was the guy with the shotgun who was trying to figure out who you were. You said you were a Zerg. You were here to collect Zerg samples. Mm-hmm. Which they didn't really buy. The woman in the back, who seems to be in charge, told him to put that gun away and said that you owed her a beer. Which I guess I'm going to go buy her. You're going to go buy her from their stash. Meanwhile, Imogen and Leaf were trying to sneak up. Get a little bit closer by the stream. They get heard. Uh, so they dive into the stream. That works for a moment. But Imogen can't stay down there long enough, so they get investigated. Imogen pretends to be spooky, creepy, water zerg monster thing. <laughs> Spooks this guy. Uh, into the, He wants no part of that. Oh, I think the guy did say no when Imogen pretended to be a zerg. He, like, yes. literally no. Oh, he noped right like, on he out, noped of out of there. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Ain't dealing with that. <laughs> Leaf, however, he's staying totally underwater because he's got his ankle trapped under a root. Imogen is able to recognize Leaf is missing, dive down, spot him, and use her crowbar to lever him out. This stream is sounding a lot deeper now that you're uh, describing this. It says he was in a deeper section, you were in a more shallow section. And he gets caught on a lot of plants for a guy named Leaf. This is true. You lever him out, and you decide, you know what, you just need to make this... His ankle's pretty bad, you need to fix this right now. You can't have him limping around. So you duct tape a stick to his shin... Tell him to walk it off. I wasn't mean. No. Do you think Imogen has good bedside manner? 
I think she tells him it's not as not as bad bad as he thinks it is, and that it'll be fine with some rest and ice, but they don't have time for that right now. Okay. So I don't think she's sensitive so much as she is practical. And practically speaking, he can walk just fine. Well, I fixed the crit, didn't I? You did fix the crit. He's uh, taking a little bit gingerly, but oh, that's my that's my dancing foot. I need that one. I think they both are. Yeah, but I've been working on a one. One like a it's a it's a thing. Don't even worry about it. I suppose some sort of jig. It's gonna be all the rage next year. Because they have nothing else to do. <laughs> Everything yep. else is automated. Dance. <laughs> they have not yet automated dance. Okay. Is that? Do we miss anything? We should also just add that Lily did have a flashback to lying about. Oh right. Going oh. Going on a, a beer extravaganza with Spiky the Hydralisk. Yes. Yeah. That you were celebrating the victory over the UED on Core Hall. So you brought some beer to his hive to hang out and share with him. You two got beer all over each other because he can't really drink beer very well. But you used the smell of beer and the appearance of a hangover to lie to your commanding officer. That no, you were not just rolling around in creep because decontamination is the worst. And Spikey is the best because he was quite chill for Hydrolysis. He is pretty, he is remarkably chill. It's true. (laughs) Okay, do we have everything? I think so. All right, that was last time on StarCraft. So we reopen on the scene inside this, like, supply depot. Lily, you're there with this woman in her maybe early 30s with the curly hair, cocoa kind of skin. What the hell are you doing here? Are you still with the crew? Yeah, I'm moving on up, actually. I'm lieutenant now, oh. for all that means. Congratulations. Getting by. The the captain's still, uh, still in charge, you know. For now. For now. They're doing a good job. So I'm not too worried about it. So wait, we're in an outpost? Is that... Well, we're kind of waiting around. We got to keep this area secure. But what are you doing hell all the way out here? If I ran into you on like Dead Man's Port, that'd be one thing. But we're like... She did say earlier, this lady said earlier that the Zerg are what keeps other people away. And she asked Lily if Lily was with the Fuzz. Yeah, which Lily flatly denied. Yeah, because that's true at least. So I mean, look, I get you got to sell some BS story to my... One of the one of the crew here that you're collecting samples. Come on. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's salvage out here. Maybe if you can get Umojin Tech, but like you saw that building, that place is totally infested. I didn't know it was gonna be like that. Well, it is. Is there anything interesting on this planet? <laughs> we might as well find out if there's anything to salvage. Right. Uh, she says that uh, there's pockets of Zerg here and there. This was the primary Umojin, I don't know, some kind of research facility or something. But no, that, that place is crawling with Zerg. We sent a couple people in uh, a year or two ago. They didn't come back. Was it Zerg research? I don't think so. Oh. It'd be weird if Emojins were researching on Zerg. Seems like everybody is. Anyway, it's... We don't bother the Zerg. They seem to not bother us much. But yet, we don't go inside. I definitely don't trust that. So is this your home base now? Ah, no. It's not home base. What happened to the ship? Nah, the ship is home base. Of course. <laughs> No, we're just doing a little side job. Oh, so this is temporary here. Yeah, this is just temporary, of course. What is your vigilance? Two yellows. Yeah, you think she's she's definitely hiding something about what she's here. I mean, you you know she's going to do Jackman's Revenge, and this is... Yeah, I kind of wasn't expecting she was going to tell me what she's doing. I mean, I didn't tell her what I was doing. Yeah, and in fact, I think we're going to enter, like, social combat. Mm. No, but what, do you, what brought you here, then? Everyone knows this planet's been hit with Zerg. What really, what do you think you could get here? So with social combat, maybe what I want to do is just hang out long enough that I can see an opportunity to sneak away and investigate. <laughs> maybe. That's going to be tough. 
but it's possible. But I guess I could try to get information. Like you just you just kinda wanna be able to like go of your own free. You can also you can use other skills too. Like you can try to drink her under the table or something. Yes, that would also be a strategy. That seems like a bad idea, but I love it. Well, but you were talking <laughs> about sneaking away. Like the way to get her to sneak away is to get her to pass out with beer or like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. What would I have to do for that? You need to, like, initiate the drinking competition, in a sense. Okay, so then maybe I need a charm? It could be a charm. It could be, like, a... It could be coercion, too, like a challenge. It could be coercion. Like, you never could hold your whatever. I mean, resilience okay. is probably the... Resilience is the skill you're going to be using to try to... In fact, yeah, we don't have to do formal social combat if you can initiate the drinking game. Okay, then, yeah. I mean, I don't know how coercion works as far as, like, if that's really aggressive or whatever, but I'm like, how about that beer? It's like taunting. Yeah, think of it as taunting. Of like, well, you know what? Like, you were a lightweight. Are you still that light? That kind of thing. I think what I'd like to do is be like, how about that beer? And then just, like, eyeball her while I'm drinking it. Sort of body language, I guess. Oh, it's just like, yeah, I can do this all day. Yeah, yeah. Because Lily's a little bit more um, physical than she is tactical. So would that work? Yeah, that's good. Like you call this beer? This ain't kick in the face. <laughs> yeah. So that would be coercion. That will be coercion. I'm going to say that's a red and a purple. I will give you a blue die though for just like downing the beer. Okay, and am I still at a black die for the Zerg infestation? You're in like a safe area. So I'm going to say no, actually. There's other people watching out. Is there outpost the kind of Starcraft building that can take off and fly away? Ooh, that would call for a knowledge tarot check. So that would be one purple. Well, I'm going to use a story point to try to get out of social combat. <laughs> Sounds good. I was asking partly because that might make Lily feel like safer, like this building can get away from the... Oh, I see, I see. But I have made your role, so that is something that Imogen will know, but also I got a triumph on that role. Yes, you recognize uh, the kind of building they're in. It is actually a factory... And it looks like it could produce simple vulture bikes, if supplied with the right materials. What I'm hearing is it could have some things for fixing up Old Red. It could have some things for fixing up Old Red. It's not in the best condition, like it's not immediately apparent, but that is a functioning factory, it looks like. These building vehicles are so bizarre. I don't know. It's a feature of the game, but yes, it can definitely lift off and slowly drift away, because that's efficient. Or it can drift down and get taken over by Zerg, as I've found, <laughs> as you scout with it. That is also a possibility, yes. All right, but yeah, you feel relatively safe in here, uh, Lily. I mean, you're it's like you're at a, a bar. Okay, well, I'm still going to use my second wind at this point. It's a good idea. Even though I just have the one strain, but I'm going to crack my neck and get myself ready for this okay. beer competition I'm going to start. <laughs> a success and an advantage. Yeah, so you taunt her, like you call this beer. Yeah. Been away from the planet for a while, have you? Yeah. You replace social combat with social lubrication. Yeah, you're like, oh, Jackson's really, uh, he's just giving you watered down shit or whatever now. Yeah, I'm like, so now that we've had the water. Ha <laughs> Think you can best me, huh? You've gone soft, Lily. I've still been living the, been living the pirate's life. See what you've been up to. She cracks one open. We're <laughs> just gonna drink all the beer. <laughs> yes. So we will start this. You will start with a one purple resilience check. Can I use that advantage, or do I need two yes. advantages to- No, you can pay it forward to yourself, so you can get okay. a blue die. We'll start with one purple, as you drink another water. Resilience. Not my best skill, but not my worst. Has none of her crew called her by name yet? I'm just gonna call her lieutenant. No, 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 we will say that, like, at this point, one of the 
lower ranking crew members around here. So it's like, you gonna let her do that to you, Lieutenant Naja? So they do address her with her this rank. They do, but it's it's definitely not as formal as you might think. I'm like, yeah, Lieutenant. I probably don't ever use her name. Yeah, you give her a hard time about it even. <laughs> How did your resilience check go? Two successes, a triumph, and a threat. And a threat. You take one strain, like you drink it just a little too quickly. It goes up my nose. Yeah. You can use this triumph to upgrade your next check or to upgrade the difficulty for her as you've just like totally intimidated her. Let's upgrade the difficulty for her. Okay. You just down into one swallow, crush the can or like crush the bottle yeah. in your hand. I think there's going to be it. a big burp from that. Yeah. So that's how it is then. <laughs> like she pulls out like a chest of something else. She's like, let's try a little bit of this. Uh-oh. Next thing I know, we're all high on terrazine. No, it's just like, it's a harder beer. Like, none of that, no more of that grog. Lily will try it. <laughs> yeah, so this will just be two purples. All right. Uh, for her, it's a purple and a red. Oh, we're both going to get trashed, probably. <laughs> I think we found what I'm good at. One success, one advantage, one triumph. This stuff, this is nothing. This stuff's great. I mean, it tastes okay. Yeah, but it's still no kick in the face. Right, I'm kicking the face trained. And that's what you've gotten used to. It's starting to affect her. Yeah. So she is tipsy at this point. She's like, all right. Now that we've gotten warmed up and like her little bit of red in her cheeks. Yeah. That's not good. All right, fine. She goes over to like a mechanical like vault in the wall. She's like, this is the cold fusion generator. She opens it up and it's like a fridge in there. And she pulls the beers out of the cold fusion generator. <laughs> Yeah, so she tosses you a can of, and it's called Cold Fusion. Oh, nice. You've heard of this stuff. You've never had it. Yeah. Huh. So this is going to be three purples. I'm giving you a red because I'm spending a story point, because it's Cold Fusion. How did you want to spend your triumph? Oh, and I still have that advantage, so I'll take a blue die for the advantage, and then the triumph gives me an upgrade. If you choose, or you can upgrade her. It'll be three purples. As much as I would like to... <laughs> do, do I want us both to just be really drunk? No, I'd like to have a chance to not be too drunk if I need to get out of here. Okay. So I'm going to upgrade myself for this one. Two successes and four advantages. Okay. She is definitely, at this point, drunk. She's not passing out, uh, but she's, like, drinking the cold fusion. She's not keeping up. Can I do something to her with these four advantages? What would you like to do? I don't know. What can I do? You can't make her pass out. No. I mean, maybe I'll just take them for my upgrades and we can see how this progresses. Yeah, if you wanted to, like, notice any details about the room, too. I'm trying to get her to, like, talk about something. That's true. Give me a streetwise check, actually, just to make the social lubrication work a little better. Like, lead her on in a conversation. Make this a purple and a red. But you get two blues because she's roasted. Oh, but then these advantages, I'm, should I apply those to this roll then? Yes, you should. So if you if you spend three, you can get two more blue dice. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's see what we can get out of this. And then my last one, I can just heal the strain from the drinking the beer so yes. fast it went up my nose or whatever. All right, streetwise. Three advantages and a triumph, but no, but no success. Like actual success. Yeah. Okay, you do have a triumph. You're not able to get any information out of her. And mainly because, like, she's just not paying super close attention. Yeah. And, like, she's focused on the drinking, not about whatever her plans or whatever she's here for. But you do have a triumph. Okay. You do notice a, uh, like, part of this is, this is a factory, whether Lily recognizes it or not, necessarily. They're, like, a room, like, off to the left. That's clearly been converted into, like, a prison cell. 
or like a brig uh, you recognize, which is not a normal part of a factory. You recognize that that's been converted to something that's been converted to a prison cell. Okay. So that is your triumph. You notice that. Right. But I, can I tell how it's locked? Yeah, it's got like a standard kind of key, Dominion type key lock. Key lock. Okay. And I, do I see a key anywhere? You don't see the key. No. Okay. Now what do I do? Let's see. I could try. Who else is in here? Just me and her? Two of the other crew members are in the room. One of them is drinking along. Yeah. He's also gotten kind of toasted. There's another guy who's around, but not paying close attention to that. He's like reading a book. Okay. But she's really drunk, so she's not paying so much attention to stuff. No, but I mean, she's still awake. Awake. So, yeah, I think I'll keep this game going. Okay. Because now we've broken out the cold fusion. (laughs) Yeah. You go for some more cold fusion. Yeah. All right. Once again, roll three purples resilience. Oh, but I have three advantages from the streetwise. So that could turn into two blue dice, potentially. Okay. What's the narrative of how the what these advantages are? Are you, like, slyly not drinking all of it? Are you just, like, I don't know, you're eating bread at the same time to... Oh, I see, because it's, like, a streetwise thing. Yeah. Um. Or, I don't know, is cold fusion the kind of beer, like, if you slam it down quick, it's actually better for some whatever dumb reason. It might be that I'm going so fast that I'm trying to do it before it hits me. You're trying to keep the... Keep it going so quick. Okay. Like how to drink without getting drunk as fast. Yes. Sort of thing, even though you're looking like it. Well, at this point, she's pretty drunk, so I probably don't have to drink as much as it looks like I'm drinking. That is also true. So maybe I'm just like, I act like I'm, but I'm not actually drinking as much. It looks like you're pounding it down. You're you found the same can of cold fusion. Yeah. Okay. I'll be nursing it a little bit. The drunker she gets, the more I can make a show of it. This is true. All right, three purples. Four successes and a threat. You are drinking that cold fusion down. You're feeling a little tipsy now. You've just had so much alcohol. Yeah. But both she and her other drinking buddy there, like, yeah, that's right. Cold fusion's the best. (sighs) They're not, like, out cold, but they're just kind of, like, out of, like, oh, like, I moved too quick. They're no longer really cognizant to paying attention. Right. But the other guy's got the book. He's got a book. You know, he might be paying attention. He might not be. Lily's going to get up. Okay. Probably a little drunkenly. Does he seem to like he's paying attention? Give me a perception check. You're trying to suss him out. Do I have disadvantages for being a little drunk? You, you take a black die because you're tipsy. Okay. This is just two purples. Two successes and two threats. Okay. You don't think he's paying close attention. All right. But he is, he's not like, he's, the book is not covering his face. He's just kind of had it, has it out. He's reading it. But so does he seem like he's monitoring me at all or like he's worried about me? Not directly. But, like, if you made a loud noise or something, he would probably look up and be like, what's that? Okay. Are there any other rooms besides the brig around here or any halls? Yeah. What's the deal with the brig? It's a locked room, but you can tell it's been, it's got, like, a keypad on it, like, so you can lock this. And it, it looks like it's got a little slot for meals kind of things. It looks like it's been remade to hold a person. Okay. Can you see into it? Like, I go to the door and I'm going to try to look in. Okay. You go to the door. Like through the slot or whatever. Like, yeah, you open up the little slot. Yeah. You peek inside. Give me another perception check. Two purples. I mean, we'll see if this guy notices me, but I mean, I'm drunkenly looking at things. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm opening doors. Why did you bring me in here if you didn't want me to open doors? <laughs> three successes and three threats. Okay, those threats, don't take those as strain. I will reserve those. Okay. Uh, you look around. It does look like it's been like lived in, in a sense. There's like a little cot over there. Literally some food has been eaten at some point. But there is no one in there right now. Okay. There is, there's like a tear in the back wall. 
Like something has rendered it open. And that a person could escape through that? Potentially, yes. Uh, and that's when you get a tap on your shoulder. What do you think you're doing? And we'll flash back to Imogen and Leaf. You've just fixed Leaf's ankle. He says it feels a little funny, but you know he, he can move fine. And you are at medium range. What do you do, Imogen? It's been a little bit. Lily has not come out. We're at medium distance now? Medium range, yes. And it has gotten somewhat darker? Or, like, how long is long? Are we at dusk? No, we said you got here, like, early morning. So it's probably midday to mid-afternoon. Okay. If you spend a story point, then, like, I don't know, evening comes early. There's a short day-night cycle on this planet. What about one of those convenient mists? Yes, that makes more sense. You would like a convenient mist? I will use a story point for a convenient mist. Okay. Uh, you're looking around, you're thinking, uh, it'd be great if it was dark right now, then you could actually move around without being seen, obviously. You feel like a cold chill all of a sudden, there's like some wind starts rolling in, and you can see it is sudden. This mist comes rolling in. It covers like the whole area. You see it, like a, a big thundercloud, extremely low, come over the whole area. It's kind of tinged bluish to like purplish. Can I make like a survival check to sure. like assess its naturalness? Or is this like a knowledge Terran? No, that's that's fine. But this is a three purple check. Like, this is not a, a common thing. Uh, Leaf can assist with a blue die because, you know, he went to school. Four successes. You guys put your heads together again, going back to that. Oh, yeah, there was a climate class that everyone had to take on Uboja, of course. And it talked about one of the oddities of Jarvan Minor is these naturally occurring iridescent fogs. Okay. That can roll in. Uh, they don't know what causes them, but they don't want to, like... Uh, we don't want to disturb the planet too much, so we don't want to develop it too much. We don't want to impede the fogs. Also, the Zerg there. <laughs> well, the Zerg moved in recently, not when you were in school. These fogs are not known to be dangerous or anything, are they? They don't 100% know what effect they have on humans. They, the Umojin, uh, like science curriculum is very cautious about this. It's like, well, we don't know what the long-term effects are on Terran health. Scientists in the field have only, like, encounter them sporadically. They don't happen all the time. Uh, and they always kept filter masks on hand, to be certain. Okay. Research was inconclusive about what happens. They're not made of acid. They don't burn your skin off or anything, certainly. All right. Then we'll just take advantage of the cover to move closer. Okay. I will need a two purple stealth check, but the fog will give you two blue dice. Leaf makes a stealth check with three advantages. He can pass on another... Two blue dice. Another two dice. All right, now there's a hope that I'll succeed. Yes, success. Three successes. Okay. Also, three blank blue dice. You know, Leaf not actually that helpful. Yeah, you can hear this guy, like, cursing. Oh, no, the miss. Come on, come on. How am I going to see whatever that thing is? I'm so tempted to, like, but I don't do it. <laughs> right. But you're you're courageous, but not not a trickster. Leaf, however. Oh, Leaf was underwater when that happened, though. He doesn't know that happened. Yeah, I'm not reckless. Emojins in um. the mist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're short range now. You're short range from the factory. Do we need another stealth check to get, like... I want to, like, be at the front door. Being around the side is fine. Yes, you will need one more stealth check if you wanted to do that. Okay. But I will give you the same blue dice. Can you go under this factory? Is it sitting flat on the ground, or is it on the strut-type things? You know what? It has uh, ramps to roll down, but probably a person could crawl under it, actually, yes. Okay. Is that what you want to do? That's what I would actually rather do. Okay, I'll give you another 
blue die for that. So two from the mist and one from going underneath? Yes, but I'm going to spend a story point to make it red. So red, purple? Red, purple. Leaf is going first. Leaf has an advantage, but he fails because all his blue dice came up failure. So he can give you a blue die, but he might be getting caught. All right, that's fine. He, um... Disposable NPC. He doesn't have blonde hair or braids, so... <laughs> so he gave me a blue die, you said? Yep. Leaf the lucky. Well, you might not be the only one getting caught because I have five advantages, but I failed with a despair. Okay, you get to under this thing. You're getting under there, but you you and Leaf bolt over here. This guy like, no, there's something, there's something in the mist. There's something with this. We got, he like calls up. We got, we got, we got, we got, lift off, lift off. Everybody on. You hear somebody run up a ramp. You hear another person run up a ramp. And then within a matter of moments, liftoff is occurring. And Imogen, I will need a very rapid coordination check to not get burned up by some of these engines. You crawled under. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have a, if you can give me a check that makes more sense than coordination to roll out from under the uh, engines in time. Yeah, I'm thinking athletics to grab on. You can do that, but you first need to avoid getting burned. Right. Even if you fail that, you can try to grab on. Does that make sense? Okay. I just wanted to make sure you you weren't having me roll away from... No, it's like the engines like don't cover the entire bottom, but you happen to be under one and like Leaf's not under one. Right. So I have five advantages. Is that giving me... You can get two blue dice onto this, yes, if you wish. Is that consuming all five? Uh, no, but the other two cannot go towards more blue dice. But they can recover a strain. Absolutely. Okay. I think coordination is the appropriate skill. Two purples. I succeed with one advantage. Succeed with one advantage. You narrowly roll out of the way as this engine bursts to life. Uh, This sort of uh, smoky blue flame bursts out as the whole factory starts to lift off. You and Leaf have a chance to grab on with a... Yeah, I think just a, a two purple and a black athletics check, because it's not designed to be grabbed onto. No, but I am underneath it where there would be more like pipes and struts and... That's true. That You're not in a place where someone would normally be to grab on. So I'll give you a blue die for that. Okay. I'll use a story point. Good luck, Aiden. Sorry. Good luck, Leaf. I mean, good luck to Aiden too, wherever he is. I have success with one threat. Uh, Leaf has success with two threats. As he's like just barely hanging on, kicking, like, are you sure this was a good idea? You're the one who said you wanted to do something interesting. As like you're getting further uh, above the ground. Yeah, I think at this point, like I'm looking around to see like, is there anything here that is like a hatch or whatever that I can unscrew? I mean, I broke into Saffron initially. Like I'm looking to see if I can use my wrench to unscrew something so that we can crawl into whatever maintenance ducts or whatever are on the underside of this factory. Okay. Given my experience breaking into ships in the past, I understand I am in fact clinging to one right now, but that's what I am scanning around for. Yes. Give me a two purple perception check. Leaf can give you a blue die on this as you tell him to look for any kind of hatch. This is all, And this is all happening just as Lily, you're getting accosted, but we won't flash into that just yet. Hopefully we're not going to space because there's a big hole in this thing. (laughs) No, these things, they don't fly in space. Well, they don't take off from planets. Let me put it that way. Anyway, Imogen. Success with a threat. Yes, there is a hatch. It's a little bit hard to reach. uh, So you'll be at significant penalties to try to open it up. Is that the threat? That is the threat, yes. Okay. 
are those penalties black dice? There's a black die because it's a hard-to-reach hatch. The black die consumes that threat. And there's two black dice for trying to open up a hatch while you're hanging from the bottom of a factory that's flying through the air. And the difficulty of opening this hatch? Uh, you're proposing to use what skill? Mechanics. I think that's still just two purples. Like, these are not designed... Like, it's the bottom of the factory. It's normally covered. Do we have any points left? You have two points. I would like to upgrade. And am I able to pull out my wrench? Yes. I mean, you need to do this one-handed anyway, so... Okay. So I'm allowed to use my mechanics kit? Yes. All right. And I have a knack for it. So I am faced with a black and two purples. Well, we're not getting in this way. No, it looks like uh, this door seems to have been sealed shut, or it's been, like, rusted shut. Oh. Oh, wait, wait. I do have one advantage on that roll. Okay. So... I know you just said that it was rusted shut, but maybe it's sealed in some other way that my single-use flame projector could be handy. Oh, yes. It's uh, it's not been rusted shut. It's been, like, foamed clothes. So there's, like, some foam sealant type stuff? Yeah, there's just, like, foam sealant, but it, like, it makes it so, like, you can't get any good leverage on it. I'm trying to remember what this flame projector was. This was related to alcohol in some way. You were trying to make a spritzer for Iridian? So that he could get drunk without his tentacle things. Right, right. It all comes back to uh, drinking games. <laughs> okay, so I can consume my flame projector? Yes, but you have to narratively describe it. So I can't get it to turn, or like it's starting to turn, but like it won't move. The actual hatch won't move because of the foam sealing it in place. And I kind of like tap the foam with my wrench, but it's like... It's pretty hard, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And so at that point, I'm like, ah, but maybe it'll burn. And do you tell Leaf anything, or is he just gonna see this happen? Leaf is holding on, and Leaf hears me say that. And there's like thrusters going on all around us, and like he's like, yeah, don't get burned. So maybe he's thinking I'm hoping like I'll wait it out or something like that. But then like I reach down onto into like one of the side zip. My backpack must be full of little side zipper pouches. Yep. Um, and I pull out what looks like a small little Windex bottle. <laughs> and uh, I like wait for, you know, like the, the ship is going to turn a little bit and like the thrusters and the wind and whatever. And then I like spritz. Ah, okay. Okay. I like that. I spritz it and then. <laughs> and sure enough, that, that like opens the hatch right up. I will need an easy coordination check to climb in. I would also accept athletics. They're the same for me. You can ask Leaf to go first. I will definitely ask Leaf to go first. Okay. After you, cousin. Yes, he has three advantages. He pays two blue dice to you. Is he like monkey bars over there? You've like pulled yourself up so you're sitting on some kind of pipe, like Luke Skywalker style. <laughs> Except you still have two hands. Yeah, but he gets up there and he like lays down a hand. All right. One purple die. And he gave me two blue ones. Yes, and you have one story point if you... No. Oh, crap. Four advantages, but no success. Four advantages. I don't fall to my death. You don't fall to your death. Uh, you reach up to go grab him, but like it's too slippery or it's too hot. Uh, you can't quite get it. And I'm trying to think what a good way to handle this is. Can I try again with the other skill? If you can narratively describe to me how it looks different. And you're not getting his advantages then. All right. So I was trying to just climb up. You rolled athletics? Yeah. Okay. But that involves like grabbing the side and that was clearly too hot. And so now at this point I'm like, well, maybe I need to just sort of slip through it. Yeah. 
So I'll try coordination. Okay, one purple. I had four advantages on that roll. Do I get one blue die? Yes, you can get two blue dice. Okay. And I have one left to heal some strain. Success with advantage. Success with advantage. Yes, the flipping is really what you needed here. As you said, it was too too hot. As you get up into the hatch area, it's clearly some sort of lower mechanical level, and you're just like looking down. You can only see mist below you. You don't even know how far down it is, which is probably for the best. It makes me feel like we aren't that high up. Imogen's succeeded all the fear checks in this thing. She's she's relatively uh That is true. Courageous. You and Leaf can roll to recover strain. I am doing quite well. Oh, excellent. We'll flash back over to Lily in the split the party episode. Lily, who deals with her fear by drinking. Lily deals with a lot of things by drinking. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you get asked, what do you think you're doing? So what am I doing when he asks? You were like peeking into the prison. Through the food thing? To the jail cell, yeah. Where is the food thing? It's on like the lower half of the door. You're hunched over, kind of peeking in. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to stand up to my full height. I don't know. This might be a deception check when I'm done. Okay. And I'm going to try to lean into the being drunk. And I'm going to say, I can't get into this bathroom. That is definitely a deception check. I'll give you a blue die, though. I gotta gotta go. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Uh, So that'll be two purples. Uh, you have a black because you are tipsy, but I give you, oh, a, yeah. you do get a blue die because you are tipsy. I'm tipsy, yeah. I like that. Two purple deception. We'll see. I have a feeling this is going to end up in combat, but we'll try it. Two successes, but three threats. Like, he's a little rough with you. He's like, kind of like takes you, like not pushes you, but like directs you down the hall, like on the left. It's the same place in every factory. <laughs> what do I do with the threats? Those are going to be strained, okay? because uh, it's when you're in the bathroom, uh, legitimately using the bathroom, I assume. I might as well. I probably need to, because I had a lot of beer. Did have a lot. That cold fusion. Right through. Right through. It's a re- chain reaction. Uh, yes, that's when you hear someone clamber up the ramp, and shh, the whole place starts taking off. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, Lily probably even says that. In the bathroom, on the pot. In the bathroom, which is the place you don't want to be when the factory starts taking off. Uh, but yes, but you can come out of the bathroom. Yeah. He's not paying attention to me anymore, is he? Correct. They are not in this room. Okay. They're still like the lieutenant and her associate. Her. They're trying to rouse. They're vaguely aware of what's going on, but they're pretty out. Okay. What do you do? You hear someone calling like, come on, get the power to full. Oh, crap. I still don't know where Imogen's brother is. No, he did not seem to be in that room. Yeah, he wasn't in the room. There's a big hole. That, oh, did that hole go to outside? Yeah, that hole went to outside. He might not even be on the ship. I'm on the ship. <laughs> the drunk logic is catching up. And everybody else is on the planet. But I don't know for sure. So I'm actually going to try to drunkenly sneak around the ship and just kind of peek around okay. and see if I can find anything useful or anyone useful or whatever. Okay. Give me a purple and a red stealth, and you have a black just for being tipsy. Oh, yeah. Two successes. Okay, you stumble around a little bit, partly from being tipsy and partly because the ship is not super stable. Right. But yes, you kind of sneak around. You There's the, like, engine room where three of the guys are, like, they're using the pushy interface to keep this thing in the air. Right. And one of them's got, like, a view screen up. He's like, no, I think we can go land on that cliff over there. Okay. We'll be out of the mist. It won't be too far. Uh, you didn't have any threats or advantages. Nope, it was just straight up two successes. Yep. 
Uh, so that's what you see. That's where all the people are, it seems. Okay. Is that all the rooms in this place? No, there's more rooms. It's not a super big office building. Right. In fact, at this point, make a knowledge Terran check. Uh, one purple. One success and one advantage. You recognize now. It wasn't obvious before. You're in like a refurbished factory. Okay. So you realize the same. You're like, okay, this is a building that can fly. They might be able to manufacture some things here in the fields. There ought to be a like a manufacturing room in like the rollout room, the ramps as well. And like probably a couple sleeping quarters. Okay. You could get a new bike. I'm really still looking for Aiden. I think the manufacturing room might be a good place to hide. I'm going to go in there. Okay. If I can. Yeah. You made your stealth check. They're very occupied flying the ship right now and being a little panicked. Uh, they might go looking around. Uh, you're not 100% sure. But yes, you can go to the manufacturing room. There's like a couple large crates in here. There's like big robotic arms on the side of the wall that are clearly for putting things together. Are you looking for anything specific? Or are you just looking for a place to hide out? You, just, you take the giant mechanical arms and you just play like a shell game with all the crates. No, I, I reach around and then I pull out Aiden and then drop him out. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Actually, I'm going to look around for places to hide because I'm actually looking for Aiden, not... Oh, oh, you're look. I see. You're looking for where he might be hiding. Yeah, I want to see if he's on the ship. Okay, okay, okay. And then I can worry about hiding if I need to. I mean, good secondary objective is to look for good hiding places. Yeah. Give me a red and a purple perception check. So I'm spending a story point. Red and purple on tipsy. Because if he's not on the ship, then we're looking in the wrong place. Yeah. I don't know what else we can do, but little drunk, so I don't really have any better ideas. Was the mission going into being drunk? That's what I'm going to do. Little tipsy, I mean. Just a little. One failure and a threat. Okay. You're looking around, you don't see obvious hiding places. Let's... The camera pans below decks a little bit. Imogen, you hear some stomping up above, and you can hear some distant shouting. All right, I need a sense of how many people are around. So I'm going to use my sensing power. Okay. All right. We'll see if this gets any advantages. As usual, no advantages. So only short range. So only like whatever room is right above us. There's definitely a person up there. Just one though? You believe just one. So where are we now? Are we like in some sort of crouched duct space? Yeah, it's not, not like an AC duct. You're in a crouched space. There's a whole lot of pipes running every which way, so you kind of have to duck and around. Some of the pipes are really hot, uh, some of them are cold, most of them are not labeled. Yeah, so figure you have three or four feet of vertical room. Okay, so walking kind of at a crouch, but having to squeeze around things. Yeah, every now and then you can see, like, light kind of coming through, like a floor grating kind of thing. Not like there's an open grate, necessarily, but like there's little holes in the floor. Alright, well, my goal is to find something that we can open to get out of here, but I don't want to do that until I find a room that's quiet. Here's another question. Yeah. The walkie-talkie type phones that Lily and Imogen have. Like, we're not on a planet with a network, but they should work in their walkie-talkie function. Yeah, within short range, certainly. Or within a, a reasonable range. Okay. Before we go crawling around any further, I'm just going to click mine twice. Okay. Uh, Lily, you get a, a double click. Because I don't know if she's in a place that she can talk or not. Right. I was trying to figure out if we've established communication with that. I don't think you have a system. Like if I would know that a double click would be an invite to talk. You know what? I probably don't think about it. I'm like, what's up, lady? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I was a little less tipsy. I don't know if it's hitting me harder. Yeah, it's true. You're, you're tipsy. You're reckless. You know you're alone. Oh, I yeah. like it. 
<laughs> I think that, that throws Imogen for a moment. Oh my god, they've drugged Lily. Oh no. But when I sensed Avon, he was affected with something. It's very true. And or so, just drinking. Yeah, I don't... And like, you don't know what the effect of this mist is. Maybe it gets you high. Yeah. It's apparently real easy to get into drinking contests with these guys. So who knows if Aiden had the same thing and that's how he got away. All right. What is this skill for impersonating somebody's voice? Ooh. Not a specific person. But maybe it's deception. I feel like it's probably deception. Okay. I'm going to make a deception check. All right. Uh, what, what would be the difficulty? What, what are you trying to do? I am trying to speak not with an emojin accent. So you want to sound like someone from the Dominion or yeah. a relatively neutral accent? Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's a base difficulty of like two purples. Dominion accent is kind of the standard and you lived in the Dominion for a long time, so. Okay. I fail with advantages. So please, please enunciate your failed Dominion accent. <laughs> Why, hello, partner. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what Imogen was trying to do is she doesn't know, she doesn't know like if Lily is safe to talk because Lily doesn't. Doesn't normally talk like that, yes. That does not sound how I would expect Lily to answer. And so I was trying not to sound like an Oendor, but I have failed. But I guess I have advantages here. What essentially I was wanting to ask is like, are y'all safe to talk now, Captain Washington? All right. I wanted to seem like I'm one of her crew. Yeah, that was a conceit you were attempting earlier. Yeah. Uh, yes, Captain Washington. Like, you can tell that's Imogen, but she's talking real strange like. Yeah, I don't, you know what? Sometimes she stares off into space. This is true. <laughs> but you're pretty chill. You were like, is it safe to talk? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm in some sort of, some sort of like, make it room. <laughs> I can't think of the word. Like, no, Lily can't. Oh, uh, like workshop, maybe? You think that's too big? or Lily's not going to say manufacturing. Garage? No, she's like, make it room. She's tipsy. And I found what I think they're holding him, but he's not in there. <laughs> Which is another way of saying I didn't find where they're holding him. There's a hole in the wall. I don't know if he left. There's a hole where they're holding him. <laughs> Wait, you think you found where they were holding Aiden, but what, like a blast hole? A cut hole? What kind of what hole does a Yeah, she actually shrugs even though you can't see her. What did the hole look like? Your base guess is that it was like rent open. Like a claw? Perhaps. Ripped, I think is what Lily would say. Yeah, ripped. I don't know, kind of like it was ripped open. It might be big is enough. Is this an internal wall or an external wall? External. I could see the outside. I don't know if he got out or if he's still on the ship. <sighs> I'm on the ship. Me too. At this point, you can each make uh, two purple vigilance checks. <laughs> to like get the echoing double effect of our conversation. Maybe. I succeed. One failure and a threat. Yeah, you know, Lily, you're you're a little bit tipsy. Yes, Imogen, you can tell, like you can hear Lily, and she's kinda like not stomping around the room, but casually walking along around the room. Maybe maybe I actually step backwards and lose my balance a little bit, and you can hear that. Ooh, yeah, you have to catch yourself for a second. Yeah. Clearly, the person in this room is Lily. Right. Are there any access points from here up directly into that room? I think that calls for a perception check of two purples. All right. So I say Leaf and I are going to look for a way up into your room from down here. See if you can find anything from your side. This is news, Lily, that they're just below you. Uh, yeah, okay. Lily is like, oh, you're down there? Well, this side succeeds with three advantages. There is a, a hatch from the bottom up, 
And like you two are able to use the advantage, just able to figure out where that is in the top side too. You you get in the right place. However, there's a big heavy crate sitting over the hatch. I think Lily's still sorting out that you're beneath her. <laughs> Wait, you're on the ship? Rap, rap, rap. So then I probably figure out that there's a crate over there. That I can probably deal with. So I try to move this crate. Was that just an athletics? It's a heavy crate. It's a four purple athletics check. Okay. It's bigger than you are. Can we push from below? You can try. That'll add a blue die. Okay. Then I'm going to use this story point. Okay. And use some of this these calories I've drank. Yeah. To just get a burst. And also... Not really having a sense of how much I could get hurt, because I'm a little bit buzzed. Yeah. I'll feel it later. One failure. Take two strain is you're trying to just... <sighs> yeah, that thing is not going anywhere. It's not welded to the ground, but like it's a big metal crate, and there's stuff inside it. Okay, what if you only have two strain left? <laughs> what, does, what does that mean? If you pass your strain threshold, that's when you're kind of like dazed into inability to do anything. Yeah. Okay. So So you're getting close. Can I open this crate and empty it out? That might help. Did you already stretch do your second wind for this? I did my second wind before the drinking, so I don't know when the encounter ended. I think your new encounter started after the bathroom. So you can do a second wind now. Okay, so I can roll for that. So then I might be doing a little bit Yeah. yeah. Alright. That helps a little. Okay. So you want to open up this crate? Yeah, can I try to open it up? Yeah, give me an easy mechanics check. And Imogen is unable to help with this. Uh, one success. Opening crates, I guess, isn't that hard. Okay, yeah. You're able to pop the lid off. You look in. Oh, this crate is full of spider mines. Oh, Lily's like, awesome. Get distracted. Yeah, they're like the size of a, the size of like a beach ball kind of thing. They got four little legs. Uh, and they can, they can like move around and like, that's how they, they can run on those legs when they're, they're coming after you. When they're detonated. When they're triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they transport them safely, but I don't know. So I guess I'll just start pulling those out of there. Okay. So we tried shoving the box. That's not working. We hear a bunch of clanging up there. She's just doing something, but Imogen is concerned that it sounds like something tore a hole in the side of this factory into the room where Aiden was. Mm-hmm. And Eden is not there, mm-hmm. and he's probably like stumbling around down on the planet somewhere, which is full of Zerg. Mm-hmm. She's gonna try to do something psionic again. Gonna do the extreme range. One, I'm two. trying to figure out how to fit one of these in my bag. I'm not a thief, but you know. I mean, they probably stole this from someone else, right? I have some back pay coming to me. Yeah. I don't think his emotional state is helpful. I need to find a clue as to like where he actually is. You need those surface level thoughts. Yeah, I feel like that's surface level thoughts. Am I still getting the blue dice because it's Aiden? Yeah, yeah, you are. Okay, because I have seven purple dice here. That's why I ask. If you have seven, really it should be five purples and two of them should be red. Okay, that's actually slightly better, I guess. It's slightly better, but also slightly worse. But it makes me feel like there's fewer bad dice. Do we have anything to upgrade? You have one story point. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Okay. I mean, it worked last time, right? Yeah, it wasn't necessary last time. It was flavor. Oh, jeez. What's the damage? It's failure with four threats. Yeah, you're pretty stressed out. This is not a safe place to doing it. You're like reaching out psionically. You're trying to like, well, where is he? But you don't know if it's the mist or this planet or some other entity. It, you, you feel some like backlash. 
by opening up yourself psionically in this way. So you can take those as strain. Oh, okay. Because like bad things can happen. Like if there's if there's like a oh, zerg... oh wait that was a spell that that's right. My apologies. Hang on. I thought that was your just your encounter power, but that's not what that is. No, I already used my encounter power. You have four threats. Yeah. So my initial thought was if there is any psionically intelligent zerg around, I could have. Yes, you feel a backlash. Particularly because I was reaching so far away. Yeah. So to Imogen, this feels like a backlash. And you actually suffer one wound. Like you develop a nosebleed. Okay. Trying to do this. And Imogen isn't necessarily aware of what she's done. Or like what, how she may have opened herself up. Right. Though I can feel that I'm straining at the utmost limits of my abilities here. Yeah. Yeah. Like before, you were in a nice safe place. You had all the time. You could concentrate. There was that nice explore core music playing. Yeah. Here, there's clanging. Uh, this is not that. But of course, this is when you need to do what you gotta do. Okay, Lily, you are moving dangerous spider mines. Yep. What is the right skill for carefully handling dangerous spider mines? Coordination. Coordination. I like that. I like that. This is gonna be one red. Two successes and two advantages. Uh, yeah, you're able to move them without too much trouble. They seem mostly deactivated. And like one of them, like, you know, you could even fit into your backpack without too much trouble. Yeah. What's the encumbrance on it? Uh, we'll say it's encumbrance two. Okay, well then I'm going to heal two strain with the two advantages and I am going to slip a spider mine into Perfect. my backpack because it's the size of a beach ball. That... It is. It's not super heavy, but it is kind of bulky. Yeah, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, and once you do that, you're able to push this crate. It is heavy, but you're sufficiently strong. Okay. So you're able to get that going. And you two are able to reconnect. Roll to recover strain, as you have a, you all reconnect now. I have a bloody nose, but I am not strained. Nope. Wounded. How long does drunkenness last? That's a good question. Like, it has to be at least that encounter. And probably then... Uh, why don't you make a resilience check right now of two purples to see if you shake it off? All right. See if I'm still drunk the next time we play. No, three successes and three advantages. You, you shake it off. That stuff's, you know, basically water. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still smell like alcohol. Yeah. And probably Imogen can, like, tell that Lily's kind of buzzed. Now you're just feeling good. Loose. Oh, yeah. You know, she was making friends. Yeah. With my old friends, apparently. I think Lily feels better now that she knows Imogen is on the ship. Oh, and then when she finds out Leaf's on the ship, at least now she knows she didn't leave behind in Zerg-infested. Nope. No. No, we left Aiden behind in Zerg-infested. Okay, you don't know when that happened, and you don't know if they had Aiden. Yeah. Their ship could just be a piece of trash. He might just be in another room. He's in another castle, I'm sorry. No. Alright. Do you have a convenient pile of experience points to finish? Yes, I can definitely give you 15 experience points for not consuming all the story I had. <laughs> You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.